Hello, hi, welcome to Directly to You. Hmm. It's friggin' episode 339, question mark? Two, 239. Two, why do I, I don't, I mean, it's the 30, <laughs> that's what it is. It's the 30 that that's is the like, it's, it's what makes me say uh-huh. three. But so, so next week's 440. Exactly, Math. 440, <laughs> that's how it works. Um, but anyways, it's our podcast, we do it, we talk about stuff, we'll talk about what we talk about and do all that stuff and housekeeping and whatnot when we, when we get to it, you know? But right now we're yeah. getting to the Mario movie because Parker saw it, so I want to hear his that's thoughts. Right. I have. I will give no spoilers. So no spoilers for me and also for obvious reasons. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Um, So yeah, I saw it on today's Thursday for for when we're recording this. I saw it yesterday on Wednesday, the day that it came out. Oh. Um, So I'm like the realist fan. That is true. No. um, Yeah. So I saw it yesterday. Um, We went with some friends of ours that I've talked about on the podcast here and there before, but our friends Chris and Steph and their son Asher, who uh, typically listens to this podcast. So hello, Asher. Hi. I had a great time watching the movie with you. <laughs> um, he's almost 10 for context, and his younger sister as well um, was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, I mean, for one thing, that was just a fun little group to go with because it was fun to, you know, watch it as me and then also as like with a family. And mm-hmm. Chris, dad dressed up as Yoshi, Asher dressed up as Mario, Nora dressed up as Princess Peach. It was a right splendid time you didn't dress um, up as nobody you messed it up no i just wore a mario shirt just like a like a doofus i mean to be fair i'm not <laughs> dressing up as nobody either <laughs> I, I, there was a guy like two rows ahead of us that was dressed up like full mario get up and i was i was very happy about that, that somebody nice. gotta wear the jack black bowser suit they gotta get the same one <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. i didn't see a single one so missing out um but yeah spoiler free review is basically what a fun movie it was a really really good time uh i mean i think basically all the like we'll we'll get into it here in a second but all of the feedback that you've seen from other people that have seen it from like friends of yours or people you know on the internet they're right it's exactly the things that they've said which is like just a fun time the soundtrack is amazing and it's just like easter eggs all over the place and the soundtrack literally like they had they tried to throw in so many different little references that are all like you know kind of like as asher pointed out to me at some point the um like super mario 3 theme was going on while we saw in a trailer at some point the mario wears a tanuki suit at some point mm-hmm. um and then those things coincided and that's like ah that's just so nice you know the like soundtracks happen at the same time um as the things that are on screen and it's it's just really good um the other thing I'll say, Chris Pratt's voice, not nearly as annoying or whatever. Like, it's, uh, like, I, I mean, it could have been better, I'm mm-hmm. sure, but it was, like, just kind of blended in eventually and wasn't, it It didn't take me out of it. And that was at least what I was hoping was, like, that his performance would be fine, you know, enough that I could not be bothered by it. And that certainly was, ended up being the case, so... I, I was happy about that. Um, but yeah, just like as for a video game movie, you know, like it just did a good job, too, of like, oh, that's the thing from the video game at various points. Um, and that's just, you know, always a fun time. But at the same time, was able to like dive in a little bit deeper into like story, context, lore sorts of stuff than typically Mario, Mario games, games would do. So that mm-hmm. was that was nice, you know, like, um, yeah. I'll probably I'll stop it there as far as like spoiler few things. Um, 
but we'll talk about i have more thoughts based off all of that <laughs> that we'll talk about we can we'll in do, a minute but we'll first, do the full spoiler thing on the page yeah podcast. how about how about yep that? how about that that sounds good <laughs> um but right now we're going to talk about more mario movie related things that have nothing to do with the movie itself mostly mm-hmm. um kind of but anyways, right now, the housekeeping. You can support the channel by going to youtube.com slash watchredirect or twitch.tv slash watchredirect and giving $4.99 of your money. Or if you're on Twitch, you can give us Jeff Bezos money. If you have Amazon Prime, you link it to your Twitch account. You get a free subscription every month. All you got to do is remember to renew it. Um, you can see all the stuff that you can get for that by going to our Patreon. And that will tell you on the $4 tier, the $8 tier, and the $32 tier, depending on if you do those levels on those platforms that I just mentioned, you get that same stuff, you get emotes. It's a little cheaper if you do it on those platforms, I mean, on uh, Patreon, than those platforms because you don't get emotes because we can't we can't serve those. But on Twitch and YouTube, they got emotes. So if you want YouTube emotes, do it on YouTube. If you want Twitch emotes, do it on Twitch. But anyways, you also get access to this mm-hmm. show that we record every week and you get video and you see us you get to contribute to the show in the <laughs> chat for the discord it's a great old fun time mm-hmm. also follow us there on it twitter is. it's on the screen <laughs> <laughs> true so yeah there we go good stuff all right getting back to mario things um <laughs> so a couple different directions we're gonna go with this all at once number one this movie seems to be on track to be doing very very well and performing really well and that's nice um so for example i uh there was a tweet from benji sales who does like data analytics stuff for video game things but also just entertainment industry in general who mentions um gigantic opening day worldwide for the super mario bros movie and audience scores are through the roof a cinema score 96 percent audience on rotten tomato 34 million uh, international 31 million domestic so 66 million opening um, worldwide opening day the road to 1 billion dollars box office starts now thoughts i mean yes of course <laughs> yep Duh. same you know <laughs> like I, I don't know why this is like a, i mean well i know why it's because people mm-hmm. have like the opposite of recency bias with video game movies mm, like mm-hmm. i've recently retweeted a verge thing where they were like yeah i saw that this, this is the, the, the video game movie to, to to beat them all and finally we get a good one and blah 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 and i'm mm-hmm. like dude like we're like five movies five six or more even movies into mm-hmm. people saying that over and over and over again right yeah which so i mean like, like best case scenario or something like maybe they're all leapfrogging each other and it's true of this one but like not to disparage any of the other ones that already did it you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah i would hear that if it was true you know like <laughs> because we we had detective pikachu and and sonic mm-hmm. within the same like proximity of each other i don't yeah. even remember which one came out first um mm-hmm. uh and- think detective pikachu yeah detective pikachu so if that's the case then yeah definitely no because the sonic movie is not (laughs) true um (laughs) and then the uh sonic the second sonic movie obviously and then there Mm -hmm. are like other video game movies like the world of warcraft thing and then like you know the Mm -hmm. the other ones that people are like this is pretty good too this isn't like bad and people like cared when they made Mm -hmm. this movie so it's good i feel Mm -hmm. like the, the the actual thing 
that broke the quote-unquote video game curse is stuff like the MCU and before that, like mm. the Dark Knight Rises and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that is what broke this quote unquote curse is because mm-hmm. they realized, similar to what happened in the video game space, that licensed things should be good too. <laughs> it turns out, like, <laughs> turns out people yeah. want you to make good stuff out of the property that they care about, and they're not just mm-hmm. going to give you money and and be happy about it because you put whatever licensed property that they care about on the screen um and like they'll give you more money for making the thing good than if it was just this random property or whatever like you 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 Mm -hmm. get more bang for your buck if you make a good movie that is from a property that people care about um and they're starting to do that now it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with like video games changing or or anything like that. It's them having the eureka moment where it's like, oh wait, Mario's not different from Mickey Mouse. Let's treat <laughs> him like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and I mean, I think to that too. You know, like with these movies, then you can make you can make a good movie be great to its core audience just because just by merit of like its. A good movie at its core, mm-hmm. and then also has some fan service is fan service Easter eggs things. I think at some points there were like the movies or property, e- either like video games of movies or movies of video games mm-hmm. or anything like that, were just the fan service stuff, and that's it. Right. You know, and then to your point, they decided let's make them good now. Um, and then this, you know, this movie, as we know, has lots and lots of little Easter eggs and stuff as well. Where like, if you don't, if you, if you don't know a single thing about Mario. IMO still just a good movie that you just enjoy and you're like yeah like I've maybe heard of this guy before but like it's you know it's a funny movie it's a fun time just as far as movies go but then as a Mario fan it's just like it's you know, that elevates it to be yeah. yeah exactly and so I think that's something that like people can tap I mean say honestly same goes for like Marvel stuff at this point where like even the the worst Marvel things for somebody who's like watching it for the you know like quantum mania is a good example was like i thought as a movie it was fine mm-hmm. you know like uh, it was fine and um but for like trying to see the easter eggs and like see where it's leading and stuff like that it was a lot better for that right um if it were a better movie it would be even better yeah. on both of those fronts mm-hmm. but um yeah i think like it is it's funny that this is such a i mean it, it could be that it doesn't hit a billion dollars. I don't I don't see that happening, at least not by like a slim margin. Like, I feel like it's just going to or it's going to be just shy of it. Um, but that shouldn't be that surprising because it's just hitting it's ticking all those boxes of being a good movie and also is, you know, making people who like Mario feel good about the fact that they like Mario. Mm-hmm. Also, it wouldn't be the first time Mario made a billion dollars turns out yeah you know yep. like people spend a lot of money on mario i don't i don't think mm-hmm. this movie will be any different and that i mean that's another like aspect of this too right where like fandoms spend a lot of money on partaking in their fandom like people are going to mm-hmm. see this movie again yes. and again and again and again um whereas yep. like other movies that aren't like steeped in like some sort of fandom like they have a, mm-hmm. a bigger drop off because it's like okay i saw that movie and maybe it was good but i don't mm-hmm. care enough to see it again 
But in yeah. the Mario movie, it's to like, come out oh, and I'll okay, buy it or something. Exactly. Yeah. But with the Mario movie, it's like, nah, I gotta go back because like I, I didn't catch all the all the suits that were in the background. <laughs> I, I gotta yeah. see if they put freaking Mr. Toadsworth. And and the movie in the background, <laughs> like, what about the thing with Diddy Kong? You know, it's like mm-hmm. you have a reason to want to go to see the movie over and over and over and over again. Um, and yeah. also, like, you know, the theater aspect of it, depending on the person, um, that mm-hmm. that could be a, a a bigger part of like wanting to experience your fandom in that atmosphere after Mm -hmm. so long of being denied of it you know it's like i always felt like this was this kind of big deal and they didn't but now they do so i'm going to indulge in it you know um i I think that that's going to be uh or it is it just always is with stuff like this that that is a another aspect of this um that i think Mm -hmm. uh, like regular movies don't generally get yeah yep agreed and then I think, you know, the funny thing with this, too, is just the disparity between the 55, 54, whatever mm. percent critic score and 96, 98, whatever um, audience score. And it's it's a funny thing. I will say one thing that I don't really know is or maybe I do know. I feel like movie reviews do tend to use the more full range scale of Mm. like there's movies that are 29s you know and like you don't really find any games that are 29s outside of like just purely broken off like Mm -hmm. it's barely a game kind of a thing you know right um more often than not like a 50 is like just complete failure of a game yeah whereas for movies like that yeah, it seems like they use more of the full range. So that said, translated, maybe a fifty-five actually is like this on is Rotten fine. Tomatoes is more like a seventy-two on mm-hmm. Metacritic for games. I don't know, you know. I, could, but, I mean, I can see that um, because I think that uh, game reviewers typically try to reserve the lower half of it for like mm-hmm. this game doesn't function, and movies don't right. need to account for that. For the most yeah, part, honestly, you know, like the, you're not you're not going to like run into a movie that's in theaters <laughs> and it's like the movie just never finishes. It just it, it cuts off every time I start the movie, and uh-huh. you know, like you, you don't got to account mm-hmm. for that. You know, you get to scene three and it just loops scene three over yeah, and over exactly. and over again, like like soft lock on scene four. <laughs> the frames are like bleeding into each other. You know, like the yeah. the, the projector fell through the floor. <laughs> like you, you don't you don't see stuff like that. Um, I think that yep. game reviews, I mean, rightfully so, um, mm-hmm. eh, rightfully in like in the sense that it is important, but like also get better at nuance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they put so much weight on that that it's like this. Mm-hmm. It, it is a triumph that this game at least works. So I'm going <laughs> to give it at least a four, and then we're going to work yeah. up from there. You know. Yeah. Um, movies don't do that. It's like I I wasn't yeah. entertained, so th- this movie gets mm-hmm. a thirty. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's it. I think yeah. To to that point overall, like it seems like a lower score. You know, like it's kind of apples and oranges, and in, in some senses, there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you can't compare apples and oranges again. <laughs> that whole thing. Um, but uh, do do do. 
But so I don't really take issue with the score being what it is mm-hmm. in and of itself because I I don't really care. Like I think right. the people that I'm going to trust is really the audience rating, and you know, I, me at this point because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And so if you know that you trust me as a person, cool. There you go. Um, what I will say is I do think it's interesting for maybe just kids movies as a whole or something. Um, and this is primarily, you know, a kids movie or a fan movie. Like mm-hmm. those are the main two things or like a family movie, mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know? Um, I saw, uh, somebody retweeting that evil dead rising, um, coming out next week or something like that. It got a 96 on rotten tomato and that's great. Cool. Cool for that movie. That is like a, you know, it's a horror movie. So it has a very specific niche, which is horror movie mm-hmm. fans to some degree. Um, and if you're not somebody who enjoys horror movies, then you're not going to be the critic that's going to review that. Right. And I feel like there's certain genres, games as well, um, that like people only people that would enjoy the genre will then review that thing. Mm-hmm. And so then things typically that like ups the scale by some amount, at least, you know, there's still obviously then bad horror movies, but for something to be a good, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody's going to be like, this was, I was scared like half the yeah. time, like that's just not going to be a thing. And I feel like it's just, I mean, it's a whole thing in the um, probably movie critic space. So it's not just a Mario movie thing, but it's just the one that I've noticed it in. It's like, you're not, there was a 65 year old guy that reviewed it and compared Bowser to like two dead white guys that died like years and years and years ago. And it was like, and somebody retweeted it and was like, how is Bowser not the way more recognizable thing than like Urshvin Gertzfeld or what? I don't know. I just made up a name. Um, (laughs) And, you know, these two characters from like forever ago, how is Bowser not the more recognizable one? So like, should that person be the person for that outlet? That's like reviewing it as like a hard and fast critic. I, maybe not. I, I, I don't know. I, like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So no, with that person specifically. <laughs> but right. a thing that I do like think is a problem in game mm-hmm. criticism is that it's like one end of the spectrum or the other it's like people Mm -hmm. see merit and like well um i rather hear the opinion of somebody that isn't a huge fan of this thing because their their opinion's not going to be painted by well i already like the last one so i like this one because it's kind of like that versus being like (laughs) is this game like actually good for for like Mm -hmm. what it's trying to be you know like in a vacuum not that it's like it's another version of the thing that you like um mm-hmm. there, there's that right but then there's also the the end of it that's like you don't want to have it reviewed by somebody that's like walking in and uh, immediately going to hate it because they don't like that sort of thing right like i yeah. wouldn't want to review a freaking final <laughs> fantasy game because that game isn't mm-hmm. made for me yeah you know um mm-hmm. but at the same time I wouldn't go to somebody that loves every Final Fantasy thing and ask them yeah. if 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 it's uh, good. Mm-hmm. All of that said, I think movies are a little <laughs> different because, like, they're more accessible in the sense that, like, you don't have to think, like, am I going to have fun playing this video game? Am I able to play this video game? Do I have the console to play mm-hmm. this video game or whatever? Right? Like, if it's in the zeitgeist, <laughs> it's like, 
eh, at some point I'll see it. You know, like it comes yeah. on Netflix, uh, like it's two two dollar movie, like four months into its run, or you know, like that sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. people talk about the movie. People that are not like like squarely in the target audience are gonna want to see the movie or are gonna have to mm-hmm. see the movie with like parents and stuff like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. So th- there there is that argument there where it's like, well, th- these are people that like at the end of the day will be advertised this movie, so maybe they should be uh, represented in the in the uh, criticism for it. But it's mm-hmm. like there's an imbalance there where most movie critics are those people, you know, like just mm-hmm. by nature of the industry and how old it is in comparison to games. Um, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe we, maybe, maybe it's like yeah. uh, you got to weigh <laughs> the percentages differently or something where it's like, oh, yeah. this movie has this target audience. So we want this percentage of, of people that come from that space and this percentage of people that are just this demographic and don't specifically uh, cover anything in particular. And then a percentage of people that are traditional movie, <laughs> pe- you know, at, like mm-hmm. the freaking. Uh, <laughs> No, nah, I don't want to make that comparison. But yeah. just, just, I was going to say electoral college, but that's also bad. Yeah. Uh, yep. so, so, so not specifically that, but, but you know, like just. But yeah, I see what you mean for sure. That sort of idea, but performed yeah. better in a, in a, a more yeah. uh, like fruitful way than that. I mean, and it all just goes to show too that it's like, you know, the, the review score system is just not really one that just works great in all situations because you know really again like you said with the final fantasy thing like the much better thing to know is is are there a couple people out there that are gonna bother to spend the money and time to do a thing that i might be interested in that i that i enjoy the things typically that they like too Mm -hmm. and then you could just let them guinea pig it for you. And that's the only people that you need to pay attention right. to because who cares about the rest, you know? And so that's a nice uh, thing in case. But yeah, exactly. It's just, it's a weird thing overall. But it is nice to see that at least, I mean, if, if for no other reason than just that people are enjoying it, it's nice to see that people are enjoying it because mm-hmm. that's the people that it was made for. Right. So like, you know, audience score, good because people happy. Um, I mean, and obviously there's situations where people will review like positive bomb a movie or whatever you know and there's probably some of that here but i think i mean generally everybody that i've seen see the movie has been like at minimum it was like "Eh, that was was all right Mm. and you know and i I like mario fine so that that wasn't bad um and something that i want to see them start (laughs) something i want to see all of these like aggregate sites do more is like Mm -hmm have an ar- aggregate score between the critics and the 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 uh like fan mm, mm-hmm. uh reviews or whatever right because i think that's probably the more realistic like actual score yeah um mm-hmm. because like those critics are people that would watch the movie anyway you know a lot of the times so mm-hmm. why should their opinion get thrown out if the fans don't particularly like that opinion you know um, right. I, I think that the 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 score in the middle probably makes more sense, more often than <laughs> yeah, not. yeah. And sometimes they're like they agree. You know, sometimes the fan uh, mm-hmm. uh, reviews and the critic reviews are like pretty close, if not one and the same. Like Breath of the Wild's yep. fan and critic reviews are pretty close. Um, and there, there's mm-hmm. a lot of other examples like that too. So it's yep. 
It's like, and also, I do. The thing, the, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm scared of like that whole idea where it's like, trust the fan review. Cause like a critic review isn't going to be like, well, I think the fans are going to say this. So I'm going to say this to, to <laughs> yeah, counterbalance right. it or whatever. Right. But the fans will, the fans will be like, well, the critic 100%. said this. And I don't necessarily <laughs> think that I might have not even seen this movie. But because I'm angry mm-hmm. that the critic said this, I'm going to say that it's a 10 out of 10. And it, like, uh, yeah. that's not useful either. I've definitely seen some user reviews that are like, really? I think this game is a seven out of 10, but right now everybody's giving it a six and so i'm mm-hmm. gonna give it a 10 right. to just like which bounce is, it out. Like, mm, like, dumb. That, okay that's not helpful <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so uh, yeah that's uh, a silly time <laughs> but yeah i mean that said i like i think you know excited to see where this movie specifically in and of itself goes mm-hmm. um also excited for the success of this that probably does mean the things that we've talked about in the past which is like a nintendo cinematic universe of some sort or mm. you know at least if nothing else sequel to this movie but lar- but very possibly spin-off of this kind or you know um all that kind of I stuff i mean i would and be surprised that, if mm-hmm. there's not at least not a, at a least a Mario's cinematic universe, but there's going to be more Mario. Movies. Mm-hmm. That will happen. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, there's, it's it's just got to. And I, uh, not a spoiler, but I will say, like, Luigi was in this movie a little bit less than I would have expected, mm-hmm. only because he's the one that's you know being captured and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's still definitely in there, but not nearly as much as Mario. So like I a mean, Luigi's also, Mansion the, the, movie the game is, is I mean, the not out of the realm of possibility. The the movie is called <laughs> Mario Bros. <laughs> not just it's Mario. True. <laughs> yeah, that. very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, that like that kind of thing. I think there's there's at least a couple of spin-offs that are possible out of just this one movie. Mm. You know, I mean Donkey Kong's in the movie. So like you can just make a Donkey Kong movie too. Mm-hmm. Um people mad and, at Donkey yeah, Kong right now though. They don't like him. Or they don't like the that Donkey Kong specifically. Mm. What, have, have they been mad about it? People were mad at that. they 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 did the uh, the Chris Pratt thing, which, for, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, so far fair for him. Uh, I haven't seen the movie though, but mm-hmm. like people are mad that Chris uh, Chris Rogan was. I mean uh, Seth Rogan was Seth like, Rogen. I, I I'm not doing a voice. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's. <laughs> I mean, like. like that's fine. I, yeah, man, that's really funny. Um, I mean, because I think he even said it in the quote, and I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really care that much one way or another mm-hmm. about Seth Rogen. I think he's been in some funny things that I've seen, and he's been funny in them. But um, but I think he said, like, yeah, I just don't really do voices ever. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, if that's just like a stance overall, then like I, there's, there's no reason to be mad about this. They still cast him because they wanted that voice mm-hmm. for Donkey Kong. So like then it's a illumination and nintendo thing to yeah. be mad at not I a mean, Seth either Roman way thing. either way i think that it is more on them because the thing about donkey kong versus mario is mm-hmm. donkey kong's voice is already like modulated in the video yeah. games so like mm-hmm. why didn't they just do that in the movies <laughs> like mm-hmm. modulated mario's voice to sound more like mario would not sound good but like donkey yeah. kong would be a lot more believable i think yeah um i mean the same for like bowser and toad honestly and like they didn't really do much i mean even for toad i i thought that it was pitched up Mm. i would have imagined and then watched um an interview with the um with keegan mike and he and Mm. some you know the other folks and he was and he showed he's like yeah i started doing it and then i was like oh yeah yeah, a little bit Mm -hmm. bit and it was like oh no that was just him talking like 
surprisingly high. Mm-hmm. Like I did not know that he'd be able to have that kind of range for, you know, whole scripted lines or whatever. But but yeah, he did. So like surprising that they didn't do that for even those characters. But yeah, like you said, they could have totally done it for Donkey Kong if they wanted to and just didn't because yep. I don't know. I guess probably having v- I mean, I don't know, especially after like Pixar movies doing it and stuff where like, oh, anytime you hear Tom Hanks, you think Woody or anytime you hear Mm. Woody, you think Tom Hanks, like, you know, like that there's just a one to one connection with those voices Um, having more of that than less of that, I guess, for the franchise purposes. I I, I think that that's for the movie industry kind of purposes. I, I think that 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 makes sense for Toy Story because Woody mm-hmm. didn't exist before Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> but yep. Bowser did, uh-huh. and Donkey Kong did, yep. and Mario mm-hmm. did. So it's like, like I, I, I don't think that logic works the same. Um, yeah. But like, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting to just think like, what kinds of decisions did either side have to just kind of like give in on you know mm-hmm. like either illumination was like all right fine we'll do that or nintendo was like all right fine we'll do that mm-hmm. it, it sounds like from the variety interview at least that like they were you know generally of the same mind of things but obviously there were yeah that's disagreements on <laughs> something <laughs> so yeah but speaking of the two of them there was uh, an article this thingy blah 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 um somebody asked well what was the context of this I don't know. Somebody asked, we suspect this is just the beginning. How much have you planned for this new cinematic universe's future? Perhaps Super Mario Galaxy for a future installment? Um, and Chris Melodondry said, we're so focused on right now on this movie all the way up to Wednesday and how the audience engages with the film. Nintendo and Illumination have... Uh, had a really rewarding collaboration. Mr. Miyamoto and his colleagues have invited me to join the board of directors at Nintendo, and we're working together into the future with me in that capacity. But it's hard to talk about anything else at this time. Like Chris and then Miyamoto said, like Chris mentions, there's nothing we can share now, but I'm sure we'll continue working on this partnership, which we kind of already knew, but mm-hmm. I put it in here anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think we'll we'll see more stuff. What I'm curious about is, do they do things with not illumination as well uh i hope so i don't know i I mean i hope so more in terms of like i want there to be more more amount of things yeah that's that's what i was going to say where it's like i guess it depends on what they want the output to be because if they want like freaking six nintendo movies a year or whatever right like Illumination mm-hmm. is probably not going to do that, uh, whether they want to yeah. or not, you know, so they would have to partner with more people or have their own internal thing or whatever. Um, I mm-hmm. think ultimately, yes, they're going to do like it's going to eventually get to the point where this is just a fully in-house thing, um, I mm-hmm. would assume. But in the immediate future, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not indeed. So, yeah. Mario movie, fun little time. Excited to see more things coming out of that in the future. Um, also, I'm sure I'll be watching. I don't know if I'm going to go back to the theaters to watch the movie because mm-hmm. going to theaters is hard. <laughs> so, especially with. Well, okay. So, also, we were going to bring. Oh, it was on a Wednesday at 4:45, and we were like, I don't know how we're going to figure out babysitting for Ezra. So, we were just going to bring her, and then I texted Chris, and I was like, Hey. Do you remember? Well, so my wife Ashley was like, um, is this a 3D movie? 
And I was like, I did not even think of that at all. So I texted Chris and he said, yep, sure is. At which point I remembered that 3DSs warn you you're not supposed to use 3D until you're seven. I was like, that's not going to go well for anybody. (laughs) So A, it's not like, I mean, Ezra's not going to wear the glasses. She's almost two. So like, um, and then also she's, she's just not going to sit through it. You know, like that's just Mm. not going to happen. We even, we got a little like headphone cover you know things um so that she could go because again we were just like i don't know what else we're gonna do um but instead we just had her uh we were we figured out a babysitting situation um so that that worked out but she hasn't seen it yet so um (laughs) we'll be excited to watch it with her as well and like you know she has some movies sometimes that like if we're trying to keep her awake in the back of the car and we got to drive somewhere, we'll put something on a tablet or something. And this one will be a nice one. Mm-hmm. IMO. Uh, I saw something yeah. about there being a, a, a placeholder date for it coming to Amazon Prime Video or whatever it is. It's just like oh. May something. But I don't know if I believe that. Wow. <laughs> that feels really soon. Well, I guess it depends when in May, if it's like end of May. But things are kind of coming to streaming pretty soon these days. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was surprised to see Avatar Way of Water is still in theaters. I mean, I'm not that surprised. I'm not because surprised at all. They're, it's Avatar yeah, yeah, and stuff. They're trying to milk that. But I was like, thing. really? Yeah. It's silly to me. I really, I wish that their that director wasn't who he Same, is. same. <laughs> same. so annoying. Uh, but nevertheless. It's a big um, L when people like that actually succeed. <laughs> I know. Big L That's, I, uh, <laughs> pretentious people, just please, just, you know. Yeah, like, just, I mean, ultimately understand <laughs> that what you do doesn't matter. Like, just, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, but anyways, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but you know what does matter? Pokemon Stadium's coming to NSO in uh, next week, and that's that is happening. It's that's neat. The whole article, Pokemon mm-hmm. Stadium. It's annoying though because uh, freaking why not just do both of them, man? Like, what the heck? Yeah, I did have that thought too because they're not they're not that different. I mean, like they are, but just go just do both of them. That's yeah, like, I mean, honestly, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, right? Like, the, 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 mm-hmm. the, like the, the priority of, like, what I would prefer to happen. If they're going to do it like that, mm-hmm. I would have rather they just freaking released Pokemon Stadium 2 first. Because it just had some more content. Like, <laughs> they have yeah. some different mini games. And, the, mm-hmm. and, I mean, that's mostly it <laughs> in terms of, like, the, the, in the grand scheme of things. It's, like, the reason to play one over two. Um, yeah. So I was like, I, just freaking give me Pokemon Stadium 2. Granted, I mean, I'm probably yeah. going to play both of them, but, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, why I probably this? will play one more than two only because I never owned two, so I only played it at friends' houses and a little bit at that. Um, so one's the one that has the most nostalgia for me. So I'll definitely be playing that one. Um, and I'll probably play two, but I have more time. I mean, I don't really have nostalgia for it at all, but like I have equal memories for both because I had both Mm -hmm. and they're mostly the same games. (laughs) Um, (laughs) they, they do have different mini games though. Like obviously, um, Mm -hmm. but eh. yeah, (laughs) I'm excited to pull out the mini games. I'll, 
I'll be curious to see, you know, because Ashley and I like to play some games together and stuff. Mm. Um, I'll be curious to see how they hold up in that context of just like us playing it together and if she'll enjoy them at all or think that they're really stupid because maybe as an adult now they're really stupid but you know they've already got their hooks in me so yeah what can you, do? you won't notice as much um i mean <laughs> yeah. i think generally mini game stuff like this ages pretty well because like part of it is supposed to be dumb and control bad um mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's like it's harder to tell if it was like you guys just didn't know how to design this well Mm -hmm. or if it's a thing that's like oh no like it's supposed to be like frustrating so that it's harder to Mm -hmm. win or whatever um yeah so that said i think i'm sure i've played them so much that i'll probably be still pretty good at them so i think Mm -hmm. i might have to sandbag a little bit to make it fun (laughs) just because they're like very ingrained in my memories Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Um, I also have ideas for streaming mm-hmm. things for that. Nice. Um, so that would be fun. Yeah. It is funny. I I think, um, yeah, I saw somebody tweeting out <laughs> that, like, someone was saying, no, oh, this game's not even, how do you even put out this game without, um, uh, you know, Pokemon Game Boy games yeah, and like- stuff. And <laughs> And there was, and yeah, I think it was uh, Mitchell was like, uh, me who only used rental Pokemon. And that was 100% me. I didn't have the Game Boy adapter thing. Mm-hmm. So I just used rental Pokemon the whole time. And I didn't even know that you could, for the longest time, actually play your own Pokemon game on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by that time, I, I just don't think I bothered to do it. So that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so somebody came so into my chat. <laughs> Um, when this was announced and we're like hey this game got announced uh how do you feel about the fact that it doesn't have the game i mean the pokemon import thing and i'm like that that doesn't Mm -hmm. matter at all because most people that (laughs) played this game did not do that i guarantee you that most people that own pokemon stadium did not transfer their pokemon into the video game Mm -hmm. i did but Mm -hmm. i know most people did not because most people do not do most of the things that you can do in pokemon that's more (laughs) than just what the video game puts in front of you um yep and the amount of people exactly that that for this specifically would play through pokemon again so that they can mm-hmm. get pokemon to transfer into pokemon stadium one and or two and then go through the process to do that are very it's very few <laughs> it's a very small <laughs> amount of people um it, it's like that whole thing about the funnel right it's like like mm-hmm. the, the, the yeah, most people yeah, are going to yeah. just play the game Right, and then mm-hmm. less people than that are going to uh, play through both of the games, and then less people than that are going to transfer into one of the games, and then let you know, mm-hmm. like uh, that's just how it's going to work. So it's like, yeah, would I have preferred it worked that way? And also, another end of this is like the assumption is for the the way that they facilitate this feature is through Pokemon Home. Mm-hmm. So then mm. you're like, okay, are people going to want to only transfer thirty Pokemon into the game? And if the answer is no, and they want to transfer more than 30 Pokemon into the game, are they going to want to transfer more than 30 30 Pokemon into the game, 30 Pokemon at a time? And if the answer is no to that, are they going to want to pay for Pokemon Mm. Home? You know, it's like... Yeah. No. (laughs) Like, (laughs) as somebody that would want them to do that, I understand why Mm -hmm. it is not a priority for them. Yeah, (laughs) Let's just put it like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually 
we get Pokemon Jed one and stuff. And mm-hmm. then you can do some kind of things with all that, but it's just, yeah, it's not an urgent thing by any means. Mm-hmm. So it'll happen when it happens, if it happens at all. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, my microphone fell a little bit. In the meantime, I'll just be a little Rattata just jumping over some little jumps. And I'll be... Uh, I never got good at the Lickitung game. That's the only one like that I just I feel like the Lickitung was, was not. the one that I played the most. The Lickitung game that one, I, and the and the, and the freaking um, Metapod game. Yeah, I love the Metapod game. And the, the Sandshrew one also. I really liked that one. The little... Like, I, where you have yeah. to dig, yeah. Also, the, uh, the Clefairy game too. Yeah, me same. Yep. One. That was one I was, at, at least as a kid, I was always better than my friends at that one, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't that great at some like the, um, the Ekans and Diglett one. I was okay at, but not great. I hated that one. Yeah, the Drowsy one. I was like medium at, um, because the. If I if I remember right, in any case, the like the sound there was I think there was just like maybe a little bit of delay, so you had to kind of like work against that. So like the clicks, the sound of the click, mm. and you actually pressing the button like wasn't always exactly the same. Mm. Could be wrong. Maybe I'm just you know making excuses for myself. I mean, it could be you were playing it on a different TV. One TV was had worse response time than the other TV, or refresh yeah. rate than the other TV, yep. or whatever. Um, so, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, the other nice. thing, <laughs> they, like the freaking him on top game on Pokemon Stadium Two is good. Um, mm-hmm. It's Scizor. There's a Scizor one. Uh, yep. It's the, it sounds right. It's, uh, the mini games are good. There's really, the mini games are the only reason to play Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> the battle system is just worse. It is. It is literally just worse. And that's not good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's there's that, and then um. Last thing, well, I don't. There was just one bit of this that I wanted to talk about because it's interesting. Is uh, so at GDC, um, the HAL Laboratories came and talked about Kirby and Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, talked about some challenges with it and just um, it coming at all. And like one of the things that was interesting is like because Kirby is a circle in 3D, that makes it really hard to know like exactly where he's facing. And just some interesting little tidbits that came out of it. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, because we talk about this all the time, and I was happy with the response in here based on what we talk about, um, was the following. IGN asked Kumazaki if they, yeah, Kumazaki, if they felt that Kirby in the Forgotten Land had been transformative for this series. Um, Kumazaki replied saying that if we're talking about what Breath of the Wild perhaps did for the Zelda series in that it was a revolution, revolutionized the series, I think Kirby in the Forgotten Land was kind of at a turning point. I think you can consider it as the first step in our kind of ongoing moving forward challenge of now also creating 3D Kirby games. And talk more about that. And I was, um, but yeah, because in, on the NVC podcast, um, uh, Rebecca Valentine, I think was the one that asked this question mark. Mm-hmm. And she had specifically asked, like, do you feel like this is a Breath of the Wild moment? And then also talked about that in the same way that we do. And I was like, yes, correct. Mm-hmm. The word's getting out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about what it really means. So, yeah, yeah. Just thing. but I feel like most people still aren't going to get like because face value. <laughs> it's like, what is Breath of the Wild? Yeah. It's an open world game. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you want every game to be an open world game. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. no, dude. That's, <laughs> like, yeah, 
not... Open world Tetris, man. Come on, make it happen. Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You know, not every game is an open world game, but some games are ones that we're playing. Sure. And those are the following. Are you playing any video games at all? No, the list is very short again. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like I... I don't know. Played a little bit of Jackbox with friends at some point. Um, played a tiny bit of Super Mario 3D World to try to get Ezra excited to go see the <laughs> Mario movie, which then she didn't end up getting to see. But for what it's worth, she was very excited about it. And she was watching me play it. And she was just like jumping up and down like Mario was and <laughs> trying to say Mario um, and not doing well at it. And all of that was just absolutely adorable. So played a little bit of that and a little bit more Live Live. I finished... Uh, the Western story now, and I'm on the near future one. Um, so that's, I think, I'm on story five of seven, and then there's, they all converge in some way, and I have no idea what that looks like just yet. So, yeah, interested to see what that's like. But I think that's about it for games for me right now. Okay. So I play a few you? games. I played Fire Emblem and made me angry because many people died, <laughs> and it was upsetting. Oof. Um, because mm-hmm. like you didn't play this game, right? You didn't. You didn't play this. Not game. yet. I'd still like to when time happens. <laughs> so there, it's not a st- story spoiler, but it is a, a, a level mm-hmm. mechanic that annoyed me that I didn't know that it was a thing, and that caused Ooh. me to die. Um, it's a, it, it's, it's a level where the the tide gets higher and lower, and oh, you cannot yeah. move. A certain, like more than a certain amount of spaces when the, the, the tide is high so I couldn't move characters out of the way of like impending death so I lost a lot of characters because of that and it had me tight I was upset um, I beat the and the thing is like I would have rather have lost like I'd rather Alir <laughs> have died because then I get to try it again but yeah, Alir, freaking. So I, I like literally, I, Alir. Uh, I, I looked at the thing because it like gives you like a little preview of like what might happen. Where it's mm-hmm. like you have this percentage of doing this much damage and hitting mm-hmm. or or not. Um, and it told me that Alir was going to die. It was like the likelihood <laughs> here is he's out of here. Um, and he freaking dodged it and didn't die and then he killed them and I was like what the when I want you to, to kill people <laughs> you don't do it uh, but when when I don't when I want you to die mm-hmm. you freaking mm-hmm. like what is this so I oh lost like goodness. half not half I lost a lot of people it's yeah. very upsetting so then I was like I don't want to play this game anymore and I, I went to <laughs> I mean I'm still going to I, I, I mean I'm not going to finish it before my goal was I wanted to finish it before Tears of the Kingdom came out it's not happening now because mm-hmm. I don't feel like playing this game no more um, and by the time I feel like <laughs> playing it again the, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be right around the corner and like I'm mm-hmm. not going to I'm not going to play it it's just uh, mm-hmm. being realistic is just not going to happen even <laughs> if I want to it's not going to happen because even now mm-hmm. when well prior to to this uh doomsday (laughs) um Mm -hmm. when i actively wanted to play it i still wasn't because there was so much other stuff to do so when Mm -hmm. tears of the kingdom exists i'm not gonna play like it's probably gonna end up being what scarlet and violet was when that very first came out and i was like i wasn't even playing smash for for that (laughs) i'm probably that's probably gonna happen with tears of the kingdom it's like i'm just gonna be playing tears of the kingdom and then maybe pokemon 
and then like mm-hmm. maybe smash like every like one time every two weeks or something like that and i'm not gonna be good at parrying or or attacking i'm be tight um but that's probably what's gonna happen mm-hmm. um so yeah tears of the kingdom is it's on my my ass list hate it it's coming um i mean freaking fire emblem is hate it bad game mm-hmm. um the high tides are stupid um speaking of (laughs) stupid mechanics i've also been playing pokemon and we're doing practice Mm -hmm. battles for for the draft and the more i'm doing that the 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 more the seams are showing for this battle system that i already thought was stupid um this game (laughs) is just guessing it is literally just guessing it's guessing Mm -hmm. and then rng it's hmm Mm. i think he probably has this item and these attacks and he's going to lead with this pokemon so i'm going to lead with this pokemon and give him this item and Mm -hmm. then lead with this attack and then you could win based off of guessing that or guessing wrong one time and everything goes to hell (laughs) like it's so annoying it is so annoying yeah and like there there's like sometimes where like i'll i'll lose a battle and i'm like oh i just got outplayed ggs and those ones mm-hmm. are fine but most yeah. times it's like i got crit here and then that just was a domino effect and or mm-hmm. i got paralyzed or burned or my pokemon missed a 95 percent accuracy move or something stupid like mm-hmm. that right and it's just like it's so annoying when a game that like very clearly wants to be competitive is so <laughs> heavily influenced by things that are out of your control like it's so yeah. it's so dumb it's so stupid because <laughs> like Man. in most competitive games i mean i would argue all of them like even in like real mm-hmm. world like sports like the chance mm-hmm. is a thing like chance is a thing you gotta guess yeah. that happens but pokemon is mm-hmm. literally all guessing and all chance like i i think it's kind of weird that like like claiming that you're quote-unquote good at pokemon is strange to me because like mm. it's just it's just knowing what people usually do. Yeah. There's no skill involved in that. And and like just watching a lot of Pokemon. So you know like, oh well this Pokemon probably or or like grinding the game a lot. Um and being like, well mm-hmm. this Pokemon probably has these moves and it's hot holding this item. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. There's no execution involved. There's no like uh minute to minute decision making. It's like, well, this person is probably gonna do this, so I'm gonna do this and roll the dice. Mm-hmm. and that's dumb and annoying yeah um but the, the draft league mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what were you gonna say oh yeah just like that there's the like storytelling or whatever in that it's just also not nearly as interesting where like i don't know you know when you're playing smash or whatever it's like oh he came back from he was about to get 3-0'd and now he won or something like that mm-hmm. um and just the way that that works but like yeah it, there's there's still some stories i'm sure with within a battle you know like if you know what's going on but otherwise yeah if most it's of the really stories just like, come oh, from yeah. where it's like, i can't believe you gotta crit there and then that <laughs> yeah. like smash brothers the thing is like and with other fighting games and stuff like that um and, and i think mm-hmm. it this is probably why i like smash so much even compared to other mm-hmm. fighting games where it's like it and why I like the I was gonna I was gonna uh, talk about that also. Well, that's what I was starting to talk about. I like things that mitigate that, like mitigate guessing and mm-hmm. mitigate RNG. 
the draft league yeah. we did as much as we possibly could where it's like <laughs> instead of it being 4v4 uh, that you pick out of the six Pokemon that you see on your uh, opponent's side or whatever. It's 6v6. So you know all six of the mm-hmm. Pokemon that you are going to fight. You don't have to guess anything. It's all six. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to guess who you lead. But you can't... We can't stop that. Which, again, is unfortunate because I think guessing... There's nothing skillful about guessing. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, so the thing about Smash, though, is like even though in the minute-to-minute you have to... Like sometimes you have to guess... There's conditioning because mm-hmm. there's like just by nature yeah. of how the game operates, you you're given more of a leash to not die mm-hmm. for guessing. So if you yeah. guess wrong the first time, it's like oh okay, well they did that. So here's the options that either are just um, optimal or likely because I can like mm-hmm. get their habits based off of how they're playing, and then it becomes more mm-hmm. and more of a thing of like okay, well. I can pick up habits because humans have habits mm-hmm. and patterns are a thing that we that we do whether we know it or not. Um, yep. So then it becomes way more of a thing of like just understanding how people work and how the game works versus yeah. like... It's like reading I've, the situation as it's happening as opposed to like trying to get a read on like what decision did they make last week mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to bring them into today and then can't change, you know? Because like even the minute-to-minute gameplay for Smash, like that can change the the thing that they did in this situation now they could do something completely different right later and that's mm-hmm. more fun because yeah. like and and the you thing know, is then you can control that stuff even the thing from there right where if if uh, you run into it say uh, a stock starts and the first thing that you do is you dash attack me I shield your dash mm-hmm. attack so then you're like okay I'm not going to dash attack you I'm going to grab you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That is is something that that's that's information that both of us have where it's like, okay, well, last time mm-hmm. I shielded, he dash attacked me. So he has two options. Either he tries to dash attack me again or he's going to try to grab me because mm-hmm. he knows that grab beat shield. So mm-hmm. either I preempt his ability to grab me or dash attack me knowing his frame data versus my frame data or I mm-hmm. read his read and then punish him for trying to do a more commendable mm-hmm. thing, which is grabbing. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. th- th- there's just yeah. way more, like, control that both sides have because of things mm-hmm. like frame data, where it's like, okay, well, yeah. either way, this is safer whether, this is safe whether they know I'm going to do it or not. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 in essence, you always have the, the option to use protect in Smash Brothers. You always do. Mm-hmm. And no momentum is gained on your end, but none is lost. With Pokemon, mm-hmm. you have the option to protect maybe once, uh, you can try again, and then you have a, what thirty three percent chance for that to work again. And, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just a whole thing, and it, yep. it, it's stupid, and it, it's not competitive, <laughs> even though they want it to be. Um, like mm-hmm. an example that, like, literally had me and Mega Man did a, a practice battle earlier, right? And I knew mm-hmm. because we were just talking about his team beforehand that he was going to do Sun. So he led with a Pokemon that I know has Chlorophyll, which gets a speed boost in Sun. Um, but I mm-hmm. didn't know which one of his Pokemon specifically was going to set up the sun. So I mm-hmm. didn't know who to like target to like stop that from happening. So, you know, it just became a mm-hmm. guessing game. Um, and it's just stupid. Yep. <laughs> like, I hate guessing. And a competitive game. It's just not fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> in my opinion. And uh, I think across the board, it's not fun. But people think that yeah. it's fun when it works for them. And the the difference is like how forgiving you are across the board. Because for me, it's like I don't really get satisfaction for from for guessing right. 
as much as I feel like mm-hmm. other people do because they mm. feel like the high of them guessing right carries their enjoyment of this game even when they don't mm-hmm. but for me and may it, 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 it like it doesn't feel satisfying when I guess right because I know that if I was them I would be pissed you know like, <laughs> like yeah. oh, i lost this game and because you know you could just as easily wrong. have guessed wrong <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah <sighs> change the battle system because i like pokemon a lot but <laughs> the battle system sucks yep. um yeah that's my ted talk that i yep. my continued ted talk ted that talk. will never end until they they do it until they change it <laughs> yep man what a time Mm-hmm. Also, I've been any other games Smash. you're playing for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's been way more fun. Uh, but you know, same stuff. Playing the game, yeah. getting better at the game. There's that. Makes sense. There's that. And now on to Q and A, which I forgot to ask until minutes before we started. And thankfully, a lot of you guys, a lot of you folks, are just great and put in mm-hmm. questions anyway. So nice. Love look at you. Um, here we go. So Mike Mick asked, uh, favorite way to toast toast? Uh, I don't know if more than like two. <laughs> Wait, what? Like with a toaster? Like, wait, what, <laughs> doing it like the functionally? Toast, the, 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 uh, the method of toasting itself <laughs> like how long do you put like do you put it in a toaster and if you put it in a toaster how long mm-hmm. do you put it in a toaster and mm. that like i don't know there's so much that i don't know what this <laughs> means i don't toast the things often to be fair yeah i can't think of the mm-hmm. last time that i was like i'm gonna make toast mm. you know we don't have a toaster <laughs> um sometimes i kind of wish we do we have a toaster oven instead and uh-huh. so i think pretty often i'll do stuff in there but like i mean a toasted sandwich is always better than a Mm sandwich it's almost always better than a sandwich so like pretty often i'll just like make the two halves of a sandwich chuck them in there and then close it up you have so Um, much more patience than me it's it's crazy because i would i just i want i was never i never do i have a toaster and I had the, we the, we had the toaster where it's it's four it's four and I still mm, four do not I like it's just like that's just extra time to add on to the thing that I already don't <laughs> really want to do like there's uh-huh. there'll be so many times and that like the uh. I don't know, maybe this is obvious, but I don't feel like I talk about it specifically that much. It's the whole thing within, the, especially the streaming community, is like, I don't eat food. Um, and that's <laughs> most of it, is because I don't feel like, I'm, I like, when I think like, I need to eat because I haven't eaten in, in, in a while, mm-hmm. um, or I haven't eaten in a while, um, but then I gotta go and do it, and then I gotta wait for it to be done, and then I gotta eat. You know, like there's just so much mm-hmm. stuff that needs. To, I got other <laughs> stuff to do, and I'm not that hungry, so I just don't eat <laughs> until yep. I am that yeah. hungry, where it becomes worth doing all the all that stuff that is like annoying me. That <laughs> like I don't That's have so the patience funny. for yeah. it. I think honestly I for me, like doing that specific, I mean, yeah, ordering it. Th- like we that now live far <laughs> enough away from things that I think only like two places deliver to where we live now. <laughs> so yeah, that's all sorts of fun. I mean, but still, there's a lot of places. It you know, like go ten minutes down the road, and there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, I think like with the to- you know toast and sandwiches and stuff, probably I do it and then just do something else in the meantime while it's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have the patience to just stand and wait. 
so much as like, but all right, I'll do even, that. I mean, well, I guess, dishes, I guess because you, know? you don't have the toaster that it is enough time to be like, okay, I'm going to go do this other yes. thing. Because it's like, I do the hard work, quote unquote, uh-huh. of sticking things onto bread, right. and then I just let it do its thing mm-hmm. for a while. And okay. then as that soon makes as more sense. time has happened, I get to yeah, eat. Yeah, that's understandable. Because that's also <laughs> something that, like, I'll be more, like, that's the other, like, layer of thought when I'm, like, I'm hungry. Do, do I specifically have anything that I can just, like, put in the oven and then leave yep. for 20 yes. to 30, if not more minutes than that? that mm-hmm. is that's something i will do but if i don't and it's like i need <laughs> like like a lot of like small preparations you know like yeah, i'm not doing yeah, it yeah. <laughs> like, i'm no. just going to either order food or do something that is fast <laughs> or just not eat until i'm hungry enough to to do the thing you know there you go mm-hmm. so th- good th- question the answer is <laughs> i don't toast nothing um but like if i'm going to do it the toaster you know, just put, put mm-hmm. it in a toaster. There you go. Um, second <laughs> question. And do you think there are still new Pikmin yet to be revealed in Pikmin 4? Uh, yes. Yes. Hmm. What do you think they are? I don't know what they are, but the, the, the yes. I was going to say no, but I, mm, I could see there being another new one, I suppose. I just have no... I mean, the, the other one was Ice... We have, I mean, let's just go Pokemon types. <laughs> We've got at this point. I mean, they kind of did. Rock, I mean, that's flying, mm-hmm. ice, water, fire, electric, fairy. No, that's flying also. Those are kind of one of the same. Uh, the big ones. The, well, there's white ones and the big purple ones. Yeah, I don't ones, know what so their, just... their type is. Like in Smash, they're like, they got like like a like a dark type kind of situation mm, going on yeah they kind of look like they're they're a dark type with the maybe the a magnet type disperse yeah i don't know i could see yeah like some kind of like steel or magnet i don't know what that would do that's different than other ones the, is the only the, thing everything else that we got then like rock or something yeah yeah i don't know i guess we'll see but i think so I think we'll get at least one more. <laughs> nice. Um, and then Let asks, best theater snack in parentheses to go to the Mario movie? Uh, nachos. I say that because that's usually what I get. That's a good one. It's nachos. We got popcorn and um, a bunch of crunch. And Those are also Ash was like, ooh. Mm. We could put the bunch of crunch in the popcorn and then, you know, have like chocolate. And po- Great idea until they all, su- I put like half the box in and then they sunk to the bottom. Uh. And I was like, I'll just put the rest of the box in. And then those sunk to the bottom. So then like 50% of the movie was also us just kind of reaching into there, trying to fish out a bite of chocolate and mm-hmm. popcorn. And at some point I turned to Ashley and was like, you're spelling it like all, all <laughs> over my arm. And she laughed a lot. Um, and sure enough, popcorn all over because she was just like <laughs> rifling through to try to get it out of there. So the solution uh, there is more preparation, time. it turns out. You gotta, yes. You got to break 100%. up the bunch of crunch more so that they're smaller mm-hmm. and they don't yep. sink to the bottom. Lessons learned. But who wants to do that in a movie theater? Also, I'm yeah. sure that that's like a thing. Like they usually got the the so at at my movie theater that we usually go to mm-hmm. it's like they have the freaking chocolate popcorn 
and like the the carnival looking package mm-hmm. like a cone mm-hmm. looking thing that's pretty good i usually get that too yeah. if, I, if i if i like want to spend that much time at the thing because <laughs> usually it's like what i like um especially recently for the most part like this hasn't always been my experience going to movies but the last like five mm-hmm. movies that i went to i went with my brother and my sister-in-law and usually what happens there mm-hmm. is like whoever gets there first is like we, we like pay for everybody and we go to the thing and then we're like all right do you want the thing and then like recently the the last couple of times um my sister-in-law got there and she paid or she she like paid for the snacks specifically so then she's like you want something I'm like no She's like, you're getting something. I'm like, no. I'm like, all right, fine. Nachos. And she's like, that's it. I'm like, yes, that's it. And then that's what it is. But if I get there first, and I'm like, I get the nachos. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to drink. And then I'll get the freaking chocolate popcorn thing. Um, So, depends. Man, I'm getting real hungry in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I ate dinner early, and now I'm I'm getting snacky. (laughs) But yeah, that's we've got a... We went to like the least fancy of the movie theaters around us for this one mm-hmm. um but there's a like a very fancy one a little like half an hour away something like that or like 45 minutes or something um and that one yeah definitely well one time we got like gourmet popcorn that had i don't know like regular popcorn white cheddar popcorn and like hot cheetos or something mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. and it sounded pretty good in terms of the things that it was and it probably would have been good but it was super stale like it had just been sitting there forever so that that was not a very gourmet experience mm-hmm. um i don't think we did anything i would have got my money back sort of like, yeah should have stale just felt lazy fair fair <laughs> so um i forgot i was about to say i was going to say something but mm-hmm. i don't remember so that's gone forever it's gone out. forever um <laughs> Alec asked, if all movies were available to rent the day they released in theaters, would you ever go back no, to a movie theater? No, absolutely not. No. Hmm. I think sometimes. Depends on the movie. I think if if Ezra was going to be babysat and I like, yeah, for like a date night kind of a thing for some, some of the bigger movies that we'd want to see, mm-hmm. I'd say yes. But generally, no. <laughs> Me, no, absolutely not. Cause like, I get the like the whole like experience of it. I can get that at doing other things that I can't specifically do at my house. So why go there mm-hmm. to do a thing that I can do at my house in a less convenient way? or depending, cause sometimes it's like it's just whatever, and you're just watching the movie. But a lot of times it's like at least a little worse. Than just watching the movie <laughs> at home because like people would, like get up and go to the bathroom or whatever you know it's like that mm-hmm. whole thing it's like, or, or talking mm-hmm. during a movie or getting text mail or whatever it is I it's yeah. way more easy to control all of those variables at home um, than it you is you have to pay five dollars for a box of candy that you have to pay like ninety nine cents for at the grocery store <laughs> yeah <laughs> that see that's the other thing because like when you get when we get snacks at the like going to see the movies is like. For three people, it's like it was like seventy bucks. That's nuts, yep. gang. That's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> type of crap 100%. is that? And that said, usually when they do that, like when like when movies come like day and date, or when they have in the in the past mm-hmm. before the, like 
people start i mean studios starting in suit it was like 30 dollars or something mm-hmm. like that 30 40 dollars usually to like do the thing yep. and that ended up being worth it because it's like well i was gonna spend way more than that if i like actually went <laughs> but that's yeah. only because they set that precedent so it's like it's only worth it because they forced it to be worth it <laughs> um mm-hmm. true so no i would not <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> yep um, Fish the Collector asked, if you could ask Shigeru Miyamoto one question, what would it be? Uh, why will you, why do you refuse to make a, a, a new slash good Star Fox game? Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, along those lines too, there, I watched a video recently talking about Shigeru Miyamoto and, cause there were quotes coming, or yeah, articles coming out about people asking him like about story and you don't really like story mm. in video games and he was like, "Oh, well, actually I kind of do sort of well, it's not this and like gave a half-hearted sort of answer mm. that like really kind of doubled down like, "No, really you don't." And like that that's like you can just admit it and that's okay. Mm. Um but something around that would be I mean, but it's not going to change his mind, so I don't know if asking it is worth anything, but it is still just an something tells me thing. that it's just from the vibe that I get that it's not a mm-hmm. thing that he doesn't like it. I think he doesn't know how to do it well. Yes, because yes. nobody does, Agreed. and he'd rather not <laughs> do it at all than to do it in a half-assed, like rehashed movie kind of way. Um, mm-hmm. That's the vibe that I get personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's it's interesting, though, because, like, there were, yes, again, in this video, it was um, brought up that, like, Koizumi had to, like, in certain games, just shoehorn in certain story elements mm-hmm. that, and those ones are, like, in Link's Awakening, like, that those things, nobody knew that some of that was going to be in there until kind of the witching hours, and I was like, all right, well, it's got to be in there now, and like people love that and the like mm-hmm. less story more lore yeah. kind of you know that sort of thing um so like it does seem like is isn't that a pretty happy middle ground where like there could be at least some like context of things or i don't know just a little bit more than like nameless character three does i don't know so i think it's interesting lore stuff. is infinitely more important in video games than story yeah. infinitely mm-hmm. because lore allows for interactivity in a natural way Mm -hmm. whereas story takes away from it every time all the time you can't tell a pre-existing story and also expect the player to interact with it in the way that they choose to interact with it because they're not Mm -hmm. telling the story that you are trying to tell whether you want Mm -hmm. them to or not and because yep. a lot of people want them to, they force them to play the game in that specific way to <laughs> tell the story, which takes away from the medium. So, yep. yeah, story in games is dumb. Yeah, one of the things, right like, of. so again, I played, like, a little bit of the beginning of The Outer Wilds and then uh, stopped. Um, but I'd like to play it some more. But I know that, like, the way that lore story kind of stuff is tackled in that is you don't have to... I mean, it's, it, people compare it in a lot of ways to Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. in in the exploration focus and stuff but like 
you don't have to interact with the story at all, but you also come upon a lot of places where you can like just translate some text that's on the wall. And the more you do that, the more you kind of like understand some backstory behind certain things. But you can also just like completely ignore that, mm-hmm. not do it at all, play the game and, you know, enjoy the game. But like that and like Hollow Knight also does a really good job. Yeah. So like there's a lot of games that like if if they just leave the breadcrumbs for you to piece together and turn into a loaf. I don't know. <laughs> if they just leave the breadcrumbs, then it's a lot more enjoyable to find that out instead of just like exposition time and then yeah. here's some cutscenes. It's, you know? it's leaving the, like having lore for going story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. at the end of the day, the story ends up being what you piece together of the lore. Like even in Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. RP asked if Charles Martinet passes away, should Miyamoto-san use his voice as AI for future Mario games? Uh, if Charles no Martinet wants him to do that, but if not, then no. I think that's that's the long and short of mm-hmm. it to me. Um, <laughs> it's like if if all parties, if that's what they want, if Charles Martinet is like, mm-hmm. yeah, go for it, and Miyamoto's like, yeah, I want to do that, then yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't think that. Charles, I mean, no disrespect to him, but I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. that like Mario can't go on without him or whatever. So like, yeah, if he doesn't want that or Nintendo doesn't want that, then recast Mario. Mm-hmm. But that's also just the case for everything. Period. Like, that's, I think that like, there's like the whole thing. I mean, we've talked about this before with like the Mother series and stuff like that, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Nintendo owns owns the IP. And uh, if they come to the conclusion that it's like we want to make a new mother game, they could they could do that, and mm-hmm. it it could be fine. It could be better, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's up up to them to do that and to 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 be okay with doing that or whatever. You know, similar situation. Yeah, I. It's like it's always um, so. Like Ezra has watched a little bit of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which started in like 2006. And then it stopped at some point and then started back up again like 10 years later because the voice actor that was doing Mickey Mouse for like 50 years, um, who was married to the voice actress who did uh, Minnie Mouse, which that's a cute little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he passed away in any case. And so then at some point I was, we were watching it and then it went from season two or to season three or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Mickey Mouse is a little bit different (laughs) like it's so subtle and like things are really similar but also a little bit different um but also you just kind of get used to it eventually Mm -hmm. and that's just you know the way that it is and that's with these characters that last years and years and decades and decades like that's just how it goes you know i mean that happened Um, with ash so like yeah uh ash was the 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 voice actor it was veronica taylor and then, mm-hmm. uh, for, what, 10 years in or whatever, Sarah, I don't know how to say her last name, <laughs> um, <laughs> took over the role. And at first it was like, this is her. And then mm-hmm. just like, okay, this is Ash. And it's and it it's been Ash for longer than Ash was Veronica Taylor when she took over yep. the role initially. So it's like, yep. that stuff just happens. Like, despite the, 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 the resistance that a lot of people have to, like, change... <laughs> Like change mm-hmm. is fine as long as you don't change it to yeah. something that is worse. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and especially with Mario, he has so few lines anyway. Really, you know, like that. I'm sure they can get somebody who does it sound alike. Mm-hmm. 
that you basically probably couldn't tell because just saying like Mario Kart 8 that in and of itself you could do a million takes just to get that exactly right because mm-hmm. you know he he doesn't say a lot so yeah. Um, but yeah again like to your point if they were like yep we're going to do AI then cool I guess they could do that <laughs> yeah um, Lucha asked you are tasked to choose the next themed Nintendo Switch and Joy-Con colors what are you going to choose Oh, hmm. I mean, next themed Nintendo. I mean, I feel like it would be themed around a specific game yeah, that's, that's coming uh, out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It depends on the game. So, I, I mean, low key. If I was gonna do like a a, a Breath of the Wild, I mean that Breath of Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. Switch. Instead of doing what they always do and either making it gold or green or both, um, mm-hmm. I would theme it around the Master Sword instead. So mm. I would make like. I guess kind of like this. they did with Skyward Sword? Uh, no. But <laughs> like, like, I mean, like the, mm-hmm. the whole sword. So, like, the Switch gotcha. itself, I would make like the color of the blade and then theme mm-hmm. the Joy Con around the, uh, the hilt. Nice. So that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would um, do Pikmin because it's a game that we know True, is coming out. That is a game and that's happening. The the switch, the like bevel around it or whatever, mm-hmm. would look just a little bit like an astronaut helmet somehow. There's not much bevel, so you don't have much to work with. But somehow, um, that looks like. What does an that mean? Helmet. Is it going to be like so a, like like a translucent, like freaking like '90s era, like clear thing? More like no, just like the bottom of it has kind of like a little neck. Okay, you like the bottom of a helmet, like kind of mm-hmm. the metally neck part, and then it's just like white or something around the sides, and then the back is more obviously a helmet like something something there's a bit of a design on it mm-hmm. i don't know what that looks like but then the joy cons are you can get a whole bunch of different sets and they're all just different pikmin colors and you can combine the different pikmin colors that's that's the one that that sounds like a for some reason nightmare for them instead 100 all right that's have, why they're not asking we, me <laughs> yeah we have the special edition con, uh, edition console and then you get to choose how to change each individual skew you can like mix and match with these eight different joy con colors and you can get either the same of two i mean of one color or you can get one of all the combinations of the colors and then there's like that's there you got it that That i mean so easy if it was easy to manufacture (laughs) that that on the box uh, there's a lot of people that would like because because true they're they they have brain um rot they (laughs) would just get every possible combination like so Mm -hmm. i mean they could sell like a little bit more i guess Mm -hmm. but then also (laughs) equally maybe more there would be some people that just wouldn't buy it because analysis browses. Yeah. They would just be like, I, True. I don't know what combination I want. Mm-hmm. So there's Indeed. that. So there you go. There's that. Uh, so, Megman asked, with EAFC... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so give me a, the freaking aluminum switch and <laughs> with the Joy-Cons being Master Sword, purplish, blue, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I'm down. 
Um, so yeah, Mega Man asks, with EAFC starting their promotional material, I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, um, FIFA. I'll look it up. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What changes would you love to see from your favorite sporting franchise? Uh, I don't, I don't have one of those. Mm. Um, bring back NBA and NFL Street. Is that does that count? Mm, Game Boy Mario Tennis. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> um, mine's at least going to happen. <laughs> Yours might too. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I also similarly don't have one of those, I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't. So, I, I, Mega Man, I give my change to you to use however you see yeah, fit. Yeah, you can have my change one. too. You get three changes. Yeah. Oh, that's so so what a good time for you. <laughs> <laughs> um Sam, good question. To the wrong people though, Mega Man. What are you thinking? <laughs> um last one. GK Dope Esquire asked favorite game in your least favorite game genre. Uh, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that's a good Yeah. I really don't know what game genre is my. Li- I mean, I'd probably say like shoot or something. Oh, you know what? I haven't started it yet, <laughs> but Metroid Prime <laughs> and shooters. Hey, why not? Fair. I technically, I technically I mean, did start on the game. Metroid, I've just been waiting. Metroid to start fans this one. would argue you down for that, though. It's I like, mean, is it a shooter? Oh, I I'm super fine with that because I don't have another answer for this. So like, Fair. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a game with shooting things in it, so I'll I'll take that for now. Um, I don't know that I, actually. You know, maybe pff, somewhere between sports game. Well, no, I like I in general I like sports games probably better than I like shooters. So yeah, I'd say that Fair. it's a pew pew game, as RP says. Yes, <laughs> fair. Pokemon is easily the answer for me. Yeah, because like I like Pokemon in spite of its genre. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the genre at all. Like, nothing. If I could mm-hmm. make it almost any other genre, I would. <laughs> they should do a a Pokemon platformer. Has there ever been a Pokemon platformer of any sort? Uh, I mean, I think of one. The, the Pokemon, the, um, the Pokemon Park, Poke Park, those games, they're kind of platformers. Are they? Okay. I never played those. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, and I hope that your favorite podcast in your least favorite podcasting genre, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I hope you liked this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. I hope you had a grand old time and that you two get to see the Mario movie and have a big old smile. Honestly, I was smiling like the whole time. It was just a, a happy, enjoyable experience. Nice. So, like, comment, subscribe, the share the podcast with your friends, do all the YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. do all the podcast stuff, rate the podcast. Goodbye. Bye.